what's up? This is Matt from Caskets, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your beloved host here in Sunny, as always. And today, I'd like to welcome an exceptionally talented individual in Matt Flood. Uh, it's an honor, bro. Uh, thank you so much for joining our IUF series today. Um, Wow, we are in the midst of an important and exciting time of the year for you and the boys over at Caskets with the drop of your newest album, Reflections. Um, comes out on August 11th on Sharp Tone. Uh, Matt, congrats, man, because you guys have been picking Thank up steam you. as of late. Uh, the reception has been very well received and welcomed. I mean, those amazing singles that have dropped, uh, More Than Misery, Guiding Light, uh, By the Sound to Name a Few, a lot to unpack, right, about this album of the year contender and everything that went behind it. Before we get to all that, how are you? I don't think I've even asked you that yet. <laughs> we're, <laughs> officially, we're officially, actually, we're midway through 2023, and you played your first Crazy, uh, right? headlining tour back in March, I believe. Yeah, You're yeah. going on tour again later in the summer with Bless the Fall. Yeah exciting times man go ahead the floor is yours <laughs> yeah so i'm really good man i'm really good we've just uh like you said we had, had our first shows in march um headline shows but i lost my voice halfway through um Dang. so we had to yeah we had to postpone the <laughs> the two um hometown shows so we just played them this weekend just gone um so yeah that was absolutely insane to be fair and uh yeah as if dude as if we're going on tour with uh <laughs> Bless the, the ball. The, the bands <laughs> of, that, of that caliber, it's ridiculous, right? So No, not ridiculous at all, man. Oh, it's, dude, it it's, is. It's, it's crazy, mate. It's crazy. The thing is, like, you're working so hard, and, and I meant it when I said I've been following you guys for a while, and now that you're seeing results. And here's the thing. Speaking of which, uh, bro, let's – I want to go back to 2018, if that's okay, because you guys are from okay. Leeds, if I'm not mistaken. Correct, um, yeah. And you have since released an amazing debut, by the way, Lost Souls. If anyone who Thank hasn't you, picked, up, uh, picked it up, uh, please pick it up. For our for our listeners here in IUF and your fans who may not know, right, the formation of Caskets alongside your bandmates. You know, if you could just briefly, you know, talk about that moment in your life, Matt, when you knew that this is what you wanted to do with it. Because I feel like everything has also went by in a blink at the same time. Do you do you yeah. look back on those times? You know. It's we're we're five years in, throw a pandemic in there, no big deal in there in between. And you overcame so much to get to where you are today. I mean, when did you know, like, hey, let's do this thing. I, I know what I want to do with my life. Uh, I've, I've, I always sit back and... and, and we need the wings take, for this, bro. Yeah, we do, don't we? We do. <laughs> I, I always I always, try and, I always try and sit back and take it all in. And, and um, we've, a lot's happened in five years. Do you know what I mean? Like, like oh, yeah. a, sh a shed load. Um, but I didn't I didn't do any music for years and years before we before we started what's now Caskets. Um so yeah, like we formed the band and then we released the EP in late 2018 and that went yeah. down really well. Um and then we signed with Sharp Tone. Um and then we lost our bass player Lee. Um it's like weight working and stuff like that. Right. Um and then we picked up Craig. So then we shifted Chris Chris onto Chris onto bass. Um then we got Craig on guitar, and there, yeah, we did the first the first album throughout through the pandemic. Um, so there was them like time slots where, you know, everyone everyone was inside for months, and then we you had like you could be out for two weeks, and then you had to be, you know and we did the lockdown again. And so in between them sections, that's when we did yeah, the yeah, album yeah. in the in a shed in Chris's back garden. Um, 
the majority of it apart from the drums. So that was a crazy experience. Um, and I wonder yeah, if like, you would ever like go back to that experience. You know what? I, I know, I know you're like, you're, you're oh, climbing the ladder now, but it's like, Hey, what if we go back to that shit and just record something just for shits and giggles? I wonder, I wonder things like that. Because when you establish something like in your first chapter in your life, that, thing yeah. just kind of stands out. It's like, remember that shed back in the day? It sounds sounds creepy if I just say it without any context. It just doesn't it? You know what weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think I'd want to record the album in a shed again, dude. To be fair, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty. It was pretty chaotic. Um, but we got we got we got the job done. Yeah. Um, there's there's many moments like like with the name change. Like I do not ever wanna I don't ever wanna go through that that again. Like that that was mad. We found out we was getting sued, basically. Yeah, from, a, from from another band. Um, but we found out when we was on the the music video shoot of Lost in Echoes. Oh my gosh! So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like halfway through the day, and we got like an email through. So we've been through that as well, and then like with the pandemic and stuff. So we feel like even though it's been five years, like we didn't really mm. we didn't really do much for like two years of those five years through the pandemic apart from write an album. So we didn't really get the chance to tour it properly. So that's what I'm looking forward to most, to be fair. Yeah. It's lo- it's nice to look I want to have other things to look forward to. I mean, yeah. I want to go touring, man. We've not done nowhere near as much touring as, as I want us to have done up to this stage. So that's what I'm looking forward to most. Bro. Uh, speaking of touring, by the way, thank you for sharing so much all that, because the one of the things that one of the things that makes caskets caskets, right. And dude, I have yet to see you guys live and I cannot wait till August comes. And I've seen the yeah, live footage. Dude. Dope. This is a topic I'll never stop talking about because I always get a different answer every time. And it's so intriguing to hear about this because like I said, you guys have been making the rounds lately and that UK headliner, you guys have played also with some of my personal favorites, like, you know, Normandy and uh, we came as Romans. You yes. played a download slam dunk. And you guys, uh, like I mentioned, where pl- you guys are playing blue road, blue Ridge rock fest this September the bless the fall tour alongside that with kingdom of giants dragged under. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And here's the thing. I wonder what is it about live music that really brings out the best in you, Matt, because I feel like out of anything you've done in your life, this is where you are in your element. Would you say the same thing? Yeah. 100% dude. Um, Yeah. There's no, I I always say all all the time to like fans, I mean, it's like there's, if they do music, there's no point in, doing it if you're not going to put your everything into it and that means giving showing the whole world like the vulnerable side of you the you know sides of you that you you don't want people to see do you know what I mean like there's that aspect of being a musician and you've got to come to terms with having having to do that if you want I feel if you want your music to to come across pure and genuine and and like it means something to you do you know what I mean so that's what I try and do on the stage like try and you know 110 percent every night every night on stage um it's always interesting when you have to like when do i turn it off and then turn my turn this side of my you know personality on you know because the two sometimes the two mesh together and the longer you do this matt and i'm sure we'll probably do another interview like five years later and be like how do you feel now 10 years into caskets you know it's this is you know it's i still gotta do the same things it's always different with every artist you have to know when to turn it on and fans get to see like yeah. i said you know when you're in your element they see the side of you and i know you and me are just hanging out and talking but it's it's really refreshing to see this side of you i'm sure for fans will love this when this episode drops and then they see you on the stage being a monster that you are i wonder the challenges well, for someone like you on on you know having that balance from stage matt to 
this version of Matt. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I I struggled when we first started because I'd never been in a band where I'd just been a a, a frontman, a singer. I'd always been behind a mm. guitar as well. Yeah. So I didn't I know I didn't have that like everyone in the band told me like when you go on stage, man, you've got to act, act like you're the man. You know what I mean? Because on stage, you're the man. Like, so act it. And I'm a quite a laid back guy. Do you know what I mean? So it's really hard. No pressure to, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. So when I first started, I was like overthinking it. Like, I've got to, I've got to be like this and and act like this. And it felt so. It, like, it felt weird changing all of a sudden from being me, which is normally an absolute raging wreck before before I go on stage, uh, to like. Being like you know, I I I I'm it. I'm I'm the man. Like notice me. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's like that aspect of being a musician is something I wasn't didn't even think about. Or I went I went I wasn't ready to even attempt to become that. Do you know what I mean? So um, it's been fun, like learning to believe in myself a lot more on stage and not worry about just worry about hitting the notes right mainly now. Do you know? And I, mean, I and I, I feel like you're yeah I, I, lo- I thank you for sharing that and uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you because I was gonna ask you say, say something like you're almost uh, mentally challenging yourself to go up there on stage each and every day dude you've been touring nonstop here's the thing you know and hmm. I can't wait to see this when you're actually here in Dallas and going on tour and you're gonna be in front of dude you haven't played have you played Blue Ridge before this is the first time right for Blue no, Ridge no 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 holy shit I mean it's gonna be I want to see your experience after that. Like, it's going to be something, something to behold. I mean, you, I know you play download. That's one of the biggest festivals out there. Yeah. But as far as like here in the U S blue Ridge is the is one. To the be one? Yeah. That's the one. So, uh, and I, I love that. It, it, it's, it's always cool to hear about that aspect of an artist's life when it, you know, t- knowing when to turn a part of yourself off and then turning this side, this side on and then uh, vice versa. But, yeah. um, and here's the thing when you're on tour, I know we're on the subject of tour. As you're getting ready to tour, uh, tell me about this, Matt. What are some essentials that you take with you? Let's do a little pre-tour prep here, if possible. Like, what do you have to take with you that is just like, okay, this is necessary. You know, you don't want to be okay. like the person that like takes like two bags full of luggage and it's like, you know, I'm not going to wear even all this just in case if I need it on the side. I'm definitely that guy. <laughs> I've had, I, I have I friends always, of both aspects of the, yeah. of the spectrum. It's so I crazy. always take way too much stuff, like way too <laughs> much stuff. I'm like, oh, we've got like 30 shows on this tour, so I'm going to need at least like, you know, like 15 different shirts or whatever. So, I yeah. can, so, and that's way too much. Like, so yeah, but I normally try and get my my voice ready like two weeks before before tour. Like, yeah. so I'll try. And, I'll go through the set like like uh every day up to a certain point and then have a day off and then every day to try and condition my voice but essentials for me are my vocal steamer and i bought i i, I bought that when i was in america last year yeah i never i never bought one before and uh i struggled a lot with my with my technique when we first started so i blew my voice out quite quite a bit and then ever since having that like even if i do blow my voice out like it'll come back like twice as quick so Every every touring singer should get should get a a a voice a voice steamer or a face steamer. Very they're, very, they're, very they're amazing. Skinny um, jeans are a must as well. Skinny jeans are a must too. <laughs> they are a must, mate. I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna. Well, let's see. August is usually the hottest time of the year in Texas, so maybe we'll. I don't know if you want to swap into shorts. Feel free because it's gonna be. A, it's dude, gonna... I'm gonna dude, I, dude. I'm gonna melt either way, man. Like I'm a I'm a 
pasty guy, dude. You know what I mean? I just I'm I just burn and then go go back. <laughs> for me the older i get man uh the older i get i tell this to a lot of my friends now it's i'm appreciating the cold a lot more it's it's cold in this room i know once i get out because our ac is broken in the house it's gonna be i'm I don't, i'm not looking forward to that but the older i get the more i appreciate the cold weather more so um but also you know uh i was gonna mention you talking about the the steamer we had a yeah. uh, die artist murder on our show uh cj a great guy. Uh, we had him on a show before. He couldn't do the interview with me one time while they were in Dallas because he blew out his voice. And he was just oh, sitting, no sitting there. Poor guy. He was sitting there on the couch in, in the green room. And he had a steamer with him. And he was fine the next day. So those things are very essential. So any vocalists out there, yeah, awesome. uh, take it from Matt. Take it from what I just said about CJ. Those are very important. Now, you know, aside from the music, Matt, I'm always intrigued to hear about other aspects of an artist's life that potentially feed into their creativity and personality. You mentioned... You know, you guys did start in 2018. Going over the pandemic is not an easy thing to do, especially I feel like in the part of the world that you were in. I wonder at that time in 2020, did that open up new things for you personally and maybe even artistically that you can take with you going forward? Because a lot of, I mean, <laughs> this is three years ago. I can't yeah, believe we no, somehow right. aged three years since then. But, you know, Crazy, I, know the, right? I know the last thing we all want to do is go back and revisit that year. But, I feel like there's something that maybe we can all take from that year and learn more about ourselves that really we improved upon. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, prior to that, like uh, everyone has their like own little problems that that they see in themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of that I tried to voice out in my writing through through the first album, um, because I don't. I'm not one of those people that can sit down and talk to a therapist or about my problems or anything like that. I'd much rather write about it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, that's why I hate it when I write something that I think is really, really good and it doesn't make it. I'm like, but it's so good. They're like, but this is better. So no. Bro, I'm just saying, I don't know. If, <laughs> as as a journalist, I'm required to do this. Like when I go to YouTube and I did, I've seen the comments on your music videos. People are connecting with your lyricism. So mm. I'm just saying it's connecting with people. So even if you think it's the corniest thing, it's connected think, to a lot of people. Yeah. And, and even with for someone like me, I mean, I I love, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But anyway, I I agree. That's why I would go back to the when I was talking to fans about why you've got to give it your everything and put your everything into it because it shows. It shows. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? If, yeah. if I was just talking about just random crap, people people wouldn't be as engaged do you know what i mean so yeah um but yeah i i also learned a lot about myself like as a, as a musician through through the pandemic um also noticing what 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 i needed to be better at as i was just sat at home we was either doing doing the album or i was just sat at home like practicing or playing yeah. guitar or whatever so i spent a lot of time like trying to hone in my technique and stuff like that um but but I'll put it I'll put it down to the steamer at the minute. That's yeah. it. That's I'm not blowing it out as bad. I'm not gonna lie. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, thank you for sharing that as well. And and now here we are, you know, with this new album. Let's get to the new album, man. Reflections. Let's we talked it. about everything except reflections. Drops August 11th on Sharp Tone. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna finish all that because I got a lot. To, we got a lot to talk about. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quote you here, Matt, and I'm gonna come back to this quote. Uh, probably later because <laughs> this really stood out to me. I, I believe you said this. If we can fit as much into our sound, but it still sounds like us, that's my lifelong goal with caskets. Check. As I was listening yeah. to this album, 
an absolute monster from top to bottom. And Thank this you. also follows up to 2021's Lost Souls. And I feel that this album not only was a great representation of a debut for your band, but it also amassed, I'm going to throw some numbers at you, over 80 million streams to date and still counting, and which then garnered a gateway for uh, tours up and across the United States and Europe, at the same time gaining recognition from other outlets. Bro, when you hear numbers and acknowledgements like that, right, especially with it being your debut record, tell me, uh, Matt, is, is there a level of pressure at all for you and the guys when you sit down and write new music again or even just a follow-up or do you just drown out all that noise because what do we hear a lot after a band or whoever drops their debut album that sophomore slump right bro you <laughs> you didn't even have to <laughs> you didn't have to worry yeah. about that dude you definitely up the ante on this but pressure do you feel things like that or do you just you know what fuck it i'm just gonna do what i want to do i got my debut album out the way let's go um not from other people. I felt I feel pressure in myself hmm. because we didn't we didn't we felt the the first album was was a was a pretty good you know a pretty good debut album and then in myself I'm like right we've got to like <laughs> it can it can at the very worst be just as good as an album it needs to be better do you know what I mean so yeah. but then there's the other side of me that that does think. The best, the best way people write their music and stuff is if they drown everything else out. Do you know what I mean? But that everyone's got that niggling little yeah. person. But how do you drown it like, out? You know, it's come like on, you, dude. Or exactly. You, you can't help. You can't. It's like how do you drown something like that out? It's just there, and yeah, it's, it's not. It's an easy impossible. Thing yeah, it's impossible to drown to drown out completely. But it also helps when you have four of the guys sat there working with with the music and. If you're like, this is really good, and the rest of me are like, yes, I agree, this is really good, then I'm like, right, I'm onto something here. Whereas if I'm like, this, this is, this is dope, they're like, mm. <laughs> I know, I know, I know that I'm going in the wrong direction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but the the press, the pressure was mainly to, like I said, write write an album that has the ca that casket sound, but 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 develop it, add 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 more add more layers onto it with more different. Um, different feels and modes and, and and stuff like that so that's why this album is a bit more it's a bit less personal and a bit more a bit more of a banger hell yeah i'm gonna quote that shit dude yeah <laughs> i love that <laughs> i feel like we want to end it right there but i want to keep going but uh and here's the thing you mentioned how there's pressure on yourself to do better i think that's okay because yeah. it shows that you care about the crap mm. that you have manifested in front of you you know that that shows that you're bettering yourself as a person what did you say you know you want to your lifelong goal at cascus you're expanding that sound now repeat after me matt holy hell holy hell that's that was my reaction after hearing this album and i gotta applaud you and your bandmates because each of Thank you went you. above and beyond on this hearing this album it was upbeat it was melodic it was emotional it was uh ambient can i even say that uh, it was insanely yeah, so. heavy insanely heavy with, with an impressive range of influences you even had some pop elements in there it yeah, took me like took me bands it took me to listen to like bands like reminded me of like day seeker and like unprocessed even spirit box and polaris in between and i want to mention something uh, as i'm talking about this so mike Peranica from the devil works prada was on our show not too mm -hmm. long ago and shout out to mike by the way and he mentioned something that stood out to me it still stands out to me today the sound of metalcore, right? 
he he mentioned about it wasn't about expanding the sound of metalcore, but bringing new elements into yeah. the genre to yeah. give it a give it a new uh, a breath of fresh air. And I feel like you guys are doing that with the sound that you've created with Caskets, from songs like "Believe" to "Too Late," which is that may be my personal favorite. I'll get back to you on that. I can't decide. Okay, "Too Late" I I always go back on because I love the. I love the pop intro and just the chorus. Yeah. Is, it's so addicting. Um, six feet down and the guiding light all the way to better way out. Dude, I can't wait to hear this live as you guys hit the road later again later on. I'm going to make sure my neighbors end up loving this album too. Make sure uh, you do. Upstairs. I know I can't go upstairs because it's so hot, but my stereo is right next to my window. And before yeah. <laughs> before everything went to hell, I, I, I live in a quiet neighborhood, Matt. All right. So good. In, this is all in, my, good. in the this suburbs good. Of, of North Dallas. And I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know when you're here. It's it's yeah. crazy. And they know me as the metalhead. Uh, my neighbors already know this. You, I'm going to quote you again. It's always about the music. That's the whole point of being in a band. I wonder how much did things change from when you first started composing on this album tour you ended up finishing it, Matt? Did a lot change in between? Did nothing change at all, which is also okay? Did you already have a specific sound in mind from day one? for reflections from 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 like the demo aspect i think quite quite a lot has changed because we'll write the demos and then we'll go to dan weller with those demos and then and then we'll work on them and we got some we got some extra songwriters in uh we got matt from barry tomorrow and philip from um from normandy they'll have some some melodies and stuff so I, i i i always think you should have as many people like working on music together as, as you can. Like that's one of the most enjoyable parts about doing music, getting to work with other people and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that that was like an aspect that we hadn't really worked upon that much before. And we'd work with with um with Philip, but we wanted to work with more people. Do you know what I mean? So the working with those people and working through the album with Dan just completely took took what we already had to a completely another level. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think I think we've learned a lot about each other as a band through writing this album as well. You know, um, as I it's asked less you, personal to me this album. Yeah, it's more for all of us. Yeah, and, and very well said too. And I'm, I'm asking this question as a musician too. I come from a family of musicians, Matt. Both of my brothers are drummers. Okay, and I and I, and I play the bass. So they so as coming from a production standpoint, you know, I always think about those things. Speaking of which. Dan Weller, holy shit, he's known for his work with uh, Barry Tomorrow and uh, Enter Shikari, Holding Absence, yeah. I believe. I'm not leaving anything out. The sound the itself, God, he's a dude. I mean, the, the sound itself was a big part of this record that I really loved, and I'll, I'll always mention this. I'm an audiophile these days. I'm very picky yeah. on how I want my music to sound, the way I want <laughs> it to sound. You know, Dan Weller, I'm sure that he gave you that sense of comfortability in the studio, knowing you had someone like him working on this album and if this is someone that you want to take with you on a potential mm. third album yeah well we we worked with dan on the on the first album yeah um so we so it was it was a no-brainer that we'd obviously want to work, work with him again um so yeah i mean like i said we took we took the demos to him and he he could be quite ruthless sometimes which is which is really good <laughs> in, in my in my opinion not but like some, uh i'm not like some, a I'm thinking of Machine, the the producer from Lamb of God, and that, oh, yeah, that yeah. sacrament, that sacrament documentary. I don't know if he's like that intense. That was intense. No, but... no, he's not. He's not that intense. <laughs> Definitely not that intense. Um, but he knows, like, I trust I trust his ear better than I trust my own. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
with the bands he's worked with and he was in sixth and and how 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 hard he works at his music you can tell that he absolutely loves what he does and i don't think um i don't think he'd have let us release the album if if he wasn't happy with it as well um so <laughs> for me thing. so for me that that's that says a lot um so yeah i mean because we went into the album and some of the demos me my my brain arguing like this is good and you listen to it the next day and it's like i think it could be better but we've not got time to make it better now Do you yeah. know what I mean? so, so having having dan to bounce off and work with and to put my mind at ease as well is um i can't really think of anyone else i'd rather work with on on on, on doing future albums to be fair uh, shout out to dan weller uh matt do you change things up when you're on stage aside from the pro- production side of things i wonder about that you what know, mean, like, like the song is done, right? Do you fall into that trap where oh, maybe I should have done it this way? And then you go on stage and you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Some artists don't, which is fine, but I wonder. It's, it's, yeah, I, mean, I, definitely, I definitely. Especially with what you told me on how the how you described the whole production process. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Don't change it up too much, all right? I love the songs the way they are. Just saying. If you play too late, which I hope you do. To be fair, I've never, really, I've, I've never really spoke to anybody about that. Like, it's so annoying, isn't it? Like, It is, listen, but, you know, again, this is coming from the mentality thing. of a musician as well. So I wonder about that, especially I for someone like I listen back to, like, Lost Souls now, and I'll hear, like, <laughs> stuff that, like, oh, I could have done something. Not I could have done something better so, there, but, like, something else would have worked really nicely there. So it's interesting you, you say that. A, a lot of bands are doing re-recording of albums these days. August Burns Red did that for Leveler, and, yeah. and uh, they've been on our show a couple times. Again, shout out to them. But they did Leveler, and I'm I'm listening to the new version of Leveler, and I'm thinking, this is a great album, you know? So I don't know. Like, some people, like, love the old one, love the new one. You know, the point I'm trying to make is it's not easy doing what you do, Matt. Like, and you're doing it with precision and you're doing it so you're well so i'm Thank just saying like just don't change the my favorite song okay that's okay, okay. <laughs> don't, that, don't change too Definitely. late don't yeah, change too late that's that's a great one <laughs> but yeah it's it's di- very difficult to do and uh and it's like i said it, it, you can even like do, do it where you're writing a new album even you know sometimes when you have that idea which you could have done on previous do it for a new one or even an EP. That's also a way to approach it. But again, that's a whole different conversation. Now, between writing and you know structuring the songs at a production process, like we just talk, talked about, um, this is something I love talking about. You know, keep all this in mind as I'm asking this because the lyricism throughout this album, right? And I think we briefly touched on it earlier. You know, delivers a wider picture of caskets as a whole. Yeah. You know, you have those personal experiences, but then you have the wide like, wide range of experiences from each of you as bandmates as a whole. And my, one of my favorite quotes, I'm quoting you a lot, dude. I'm putting you on the spot. I'm so actively learning how to become a better person than I was, than the one I was yesterday. I absolutely love that quote because that's something you can take with you from this album. That's something I can take yes. with from you going forward. That's something our listeners take from. You have a song like More Than Misery, right? It talks about how, a uh, great song, but the message is how you're uh, sort of, you know, uh, entranced by someone, almost kind of like the tractor beam from the Death Star. I mean, you you can't yeah. you can't help. In Star Wars, you're just drawn into it, and so and doesn't matter if you're entranced by them, you will know that it only leads to terrible habits and bad intentions. I begin to think of like the tangibles of a theme or a message to your music, Matt. 
how important are themes to you? And is that a big component of songwriting for a band like Caskets? Do you guys start with themes or it doesn't really matter? It just whatever happens in your mind, pen to paper. No, no, no. We never really think of themes, not not okay. at least until okay. um because reflections, I'm looking at the title reflections and then the songs that because the songs also the momentum from top to bottom, they each complement each other yeah. and it builds and builds. And that's why it was so emotional for someone like me who deals with a lot of those things as well on the side. And I'm sure you're no stranger to that. Yeah, yeah. We 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 look when we start when we first started writing the first album as well as the second, we never really we never really stuck on any theme or or, or anything like that. Um my like i think that like my right the way i write lyrics and stuff like that um and what we want to write a song about mm. normally comes from either something that's happened in the past or how we're feeling at the time but i will i will just start writing lyrics like benji will send me a demo and i'll just start writing writing lyrics do you know what i mean we'll get like the melody down first yeah. and i'll just start writing lyrics and whatever type of after there's probably like a verse or a chorus a theme will jump out, do you know what I mean? And and if that theme fits with how the music sounds and how it and if I feel like it all melds together, then we'll pursue that theme. Do you know what I mean? But if not, we'll start again, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After like three or four songs, we we realize that like a lot a lot of the songs are based around well, are based on reflecting upon things that have happened in all of our pasts, not just mine, do you know what I mean? So that's why it made sense to call it reflections because it's not just a reflection upon what I'm feeling or what or what I've been through, but more more what more on what everyone in the band has been through. Because there's parts in this in this album where Benji's written lyrics and James has written vocal melodies and I've written guitar parts and bass parts. Do you know what I mean? Because very collaborative. I love that. Yeah. Ev- even if like Benji's written a whole guitar line and you use the whole guitar line. Someone else that plays guitar plays guitar in their own personal style. So it'll not just be like if they write something over that, it's not just like Benji writing another guitar line. It's a different feel and it and it helps add, you know, it helps add layers obviously to the tracks, but it also helps add the emotion and, and the mode you're trying to get across. You know what's cool what you just told me? And I, you can see the grin on my face and coming from someone who's who's been in vans and my brother both of my brothers are in vans. The fact that you're mentioning your bandmates and the form of expression that you are, it's almost like you have to, like Benji's up here, right? And this is you. Mm. You have to like, okay, I got to meet him up here. The fact that mm. you guys are almost, uh, not like a competition, but like friendly competition, you're, each yeah, of you guys are pushing yourself to become a better version of yourself you know, the next day, the next album, the next song, you know? That's really cool. The camaraderie between you five. And one thing I heard this entire album, I mean, I haven't said it yet, chemistry. And bam, mm. you guys knocked it uh, uh, top to bottom. So, you, um, no, thank you, man. This has been great. I know we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview. Real quick, before I finish this, what is that yeah. poster behind you? I'm trying, I've been trying to figure that out for the whole this the entire time. What is that? A giant know, behemoth it? banner. It looks like, it looks like the tree from the first avatar. <laughs> Do you know what it is? <laughs> Not a clue, dude. Not a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I my was part, wondering, is that I was part, I was wondering if that was your poster or not? Is that someone else's? No, no, it's definitely not mine, dude. Not mine. Oh. I've got all my nice little like. Wait, where are you then? Where are you right now? 
I'm at my house, but I'm in like I'm in like the, the studio art art room, but because I'm never okay. Because I'm never bloody here at the minute. I was looking. Like, I was looking. I was like, is could that be like the inside of like the cover art or something like that? I was. It looks like it could be many things through that screen. Could be many it? things. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I get I get lost in translation when it comes to that. But, uh, <laughs> dude, thank you so much for sharing about so much about who you are and what Cat's Kiss is all about. I know, you know, representing UK, even the Leeds music scene, right, and the process yeah. and the form that you guys convey from the different experiences and the perspectives and your timeline that you've taken and what you've discussed about and performing for as long as you have and the people you have met and worked with mm -hmm. during these really great two records i feel like i feel like matt you found your sound with this one please don't don't tease me on no we haven't found our sound <laughs> wait till you listen to the next album <laughs> you can but that's gonna get me off while jumping off the wall but i feel like you found your sound you know that you're touring your loyal and growing fan base, the relationship you have with your band, uh, bandmates, uh, yourself, and the music. I think we're entering an important and exciting chapter with Caskets and this album here. I'm excited to see where you guys go from here, bro. And there's Me definitely too, a level man. of inspiration to what you're doing here, man. And you're seeing results. That's the cool thing. I want you to be able to have a chance to celebrate your successes along the way. As I finish up Thank this you. interview here, I'm going to ask you this last question, and I love this. Have your aspirations as a musician or hell, as a human being, have they changed or evolved since when you first started performing in the industry? Like, do you see things differently today? I'm getting deep here. <laughs> um, my, my, my perception upon, upon what the music industry is and how it works has completely changed now now we're like in it do you get where i'm coming from the level of professionalism and want to become better is so much more prominent than than you than you think it is because i always thought like once a band made it they're like all right we've made it now like we can kind of take our foot off the gas and and this and that and it's the complete opposite um yeah and the level of 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 just how amazing people are is, is insane how you know like i've met quite a few people that i'd consider idols and and to to meet them and see how humble they are and how normal they are as a person because they are just a person at the end of the day um yeah maybe maybe change of how also how how daunting it may be to do this job um, I spent a lot of time at the start thinking, because I had quite had quite a few troubles vocally and stuff like that. I was like, can I do this? Like, have I got this in me? Um Newsflash, you think, do. I think, yeah, thank you, man. But I think <laughs> I think just previously you just need to just just keep keep your head down and stay in your own lane. Don't worry about how successful other people are getting or how what's happening to another band or do, do you know what I mean? It's just try and stay in your own yeah. lane. Do play play your own game and if you work hard enough, man, you'll get somewhere. Man, uh, you couldn't have said that any better. I think it's important to, uh, you know, the higher you go up, uh, I, I feel like you're sometimes it's easy to lose track of yourself the more successful you are. Yeah. It's also important to also push things away and look at it from the outside with a different yeah. perspective and then go back into it almost like a revitalized uh, fire within you. I learned yeah. that a lot about myself. Dude, I learned more about myself as much as I learned from my amazing guests like you that I have on my show. I mean, I've done maybe over 500 of these amazing interviews and each one is just 
it's just so I, I learned so much. So, um, and you, you're, and you're no, you're no different. So bro, keep doing your thing, man. Uh, I'm really proud okay, to see much. how far you, you guys, you guys have come. I said five years, dude, you, it sounds like you've been at this for like 15, 20 years. So just, just keep at it. Um, I feel and, like I have mate. I feel like I have. <laughs> exactly. That's a good thing. That means you put so much hard work and yeah, man. effort into it, but um, I don't have it any other way. Matt, uh, bro, let's stay in touch on the socials, on Instagram, yeah, whatever. Um, uh, I'll keep you posted once this episode airs. Do yeah. you have any last words, any shout outs, anything else you'd like to plug in or mention as far as caskets or a new album before you finish things off here? Maybe a new music video. I don't know what you can and cannot say. So well, um, and you got that tour coming up. Uh, when does that tour kick off, by the way? We'll, we'll start with that. Uh, dude, I do not know off the top of my head. I'm not going to. I know lie, you'll be here I, in August. I am, That's all I care I about. I am <laughs> the worst person in this band to ask about dates. And stuff. Uh, I'm just the singer in the band, man. Why are you asking me? We kick off in, in Santa Ana um, on the 3rd of August. We kick it off. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be an insane tour. Uh, I just want to thank you for, for having us on. I I, uh, I appreciate it, dude. Um and yeah, just anyone listening, just keep going, man. Bro. Keep at it and you'll get somewhere. Believe in yourself. Bro, I appreciate you, man. And and everyone who's listening, don't forget that Bless the Fall tour uh, kicks off on that date, like you mentioned, with Kingdom of Giants also and Dragged Under. Shout out to those Dragged guys. They, they, they've been here. And dude, if you have any questions about Texas, ask those guys because they've been here at least two <laughs> or three times in the last uh, yes. few years. And there's there, you guys, you'll be in such great hands, Matt, with these three bands and you're going to have such a Thank great you. time. And you're going to be in Dallas, like towards the end of the tour. So I can't wait to see your reaction. And the hopefully first thing I'm going to ask him is to, is how to, <laughs> how to beat this heat. Dude. Hey, uh, Texas, do Texas you, heat, dude. Bro, uh, do you, do you drink? A little bit. Okay. Hey, <laughs> I'll buy you a drink when you get here, man. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's hang out. I would love to meet you and the guys. If, like yeah, I said, if you want to do a wings interview, let me know. I, I prefer you do it after the show. Don't blow out your face because we we did it with uh, a hardcore band once. Yeah, but and they, bad and idea. They, dude, they were they were out by the second song. Like it was it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Let's Especially not do let's not do that. We'll do it. We'll do, we'll definitely do it after. I'm game. I'm game for that. Yeah. Let's do that, man. And everyone is listening. This is the amazing Matthew Flood from Cascades Reflections drops August 11th on Sharp Turn Records. Do me and Matt in favor, guys, if you could uh, buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. It really helps us out a lot, especially what we've been doing the last couple of years. And please, please check out Caskets on the road, man. They're about to tear your face up. And if you, if this record, uh, this record, if this interview wasn't proof enough, I don't know what is. Uh, don't forget, you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on interviewunderfire.com. Matt, much love, brother. Um, Thank you very much, my man. I appreciate uh, it, dude. No, nothing but the best from you, for you and the boys from here on out. All right. Go Thank crush you, it. Uh, have a great time leading up to the release. And then uh, I'll see you guys in a couple of months, man. Let's do it, man. I can't wait to meet you, bro. All right. Stay in touch, man. Peace. Yeah, we'll do, bro. Take care. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire Podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.